so my grandma suffered a stroke so when she suffered a stroke so we had to come back and nurse her her mouth was somewhat it had collapsed mm. and she couldn't we couldn't even hear what she sometimes you had to guess or you had to point out that is that what you want and everything mm. from that time i kept on telling myself that i want to find the cure for mm. that thing With some people, the interest to pursue any health sciences career arises from their love for biology in high school, but with some people, it has a personal story attached to it. I'd like to welcome you once again on another episode of Med Chats with Becoming Dr. Andy, where I am sitting down with another health sciences student, where we're going to be exploring more of her journey through healthcare. If you are new here, please do click that subscribe button, like and share this video to show some love. On today's episode, we have Dimakatso Libalo, who is a third year speech therapy student at University of Cape Town. She is here to share with us her experience and her journey while we talk more about the speech therapy career. Hey, how are you doing? I'm gorgeous. How are you? <laughs> wow, you do look gorgeous. I'm so glad that we actually matching. I've never had a guest where we were matching colors. Mm -hmm. And I think today it's just giving Barbie. You know, it's Barbie. giving Barbie energy. <laughs> Thank you so much for being my guest today. I am very much looking forward to have this conversation with you. And I know a lot of people as well are so interested to know more about speech therapy because I do not think it is such a very common career or specialty but first of all before we dive right in i have an icebreaker i have an icebreaker there's someone who asked me to have an icebreaker on my podcast so i actually have an icebreaker so pick a number from 1 to 20 15 15 okay so i have a question for you the question is what are you most grateful for? I'm most grateful for life mm -hmm. and for all the things that I have that I didn't think I would be having mm. thus far. That's what I'm most grateful for. I'm most grateful for, when I say life, I mean my family, my friends, my schoolwork included, everything that I didn't think I would be having so far. Yeah, wow. That is so profound. Whew, you really picked a really <laughs> tough one, hey? <laughs> so tell us a bit more about Dimakatsu. Who is she? Where is she from? And what is she at UCT about? So Dimakatsu, also known as Tracy, mm -hmm. is a third year speech therapy student at UCT. So I'm from Limpopo in a town called Giani. Mm -hmm. I'm Tsonga and I won't tell you my <laughs> age, so that's fine. So I'm basically, my whole life revolves around academics. So that's how, that's mm. what I'm focused on right now. When I describe me, I describe academics. Okay. Yeah. No, that's good. So which high school did you go to? So I went to Risinga High School mm -hmm. in Guiani. 
I need to see you guys who went to the same high school showing <laughs> some love in the comments because you are well represented here, okay? So um, I just want us to talk more about your career, obviously, speech therapy. Why did you choose it? What is it about it? And to actually like inform people who don't know much about their career, especially high school students who are now like picking careers to do or careers to pursue at university, well, to know more about their career so that when they apply for it, they actually know what to expect and they know what is it exactly they are applying for. But firstly, let's talk about you. Why did you choose speech therapy and where did you hear about speech therapy the first time okay so for me it's basically a more personal story mm -hmm. it wasn't like career guided so when i was in grade two if i'm not mistaken so my grandma suffered a stroke so when she suffered a stroke so we had to come back and nurse her so while she was at home there were only nurses who would come by because she was discharged from the hospital so there were only nurses who would come by and no one else so my grandma we had um, some difficulties with hearing what she wants to say so her speech was kind of slurred mm. so i can't remember the type of stroke exactly but her mouth was somewhat it had collapsed mm. and she couldn't we couldn't even hear what she sometimes you had to guess or you had to point out that is that what you want and everything mm. so in my mind i'm like why can't doctors cure this thing or cure this yeah, thing or something yeah. but then i kept on I, I just kept on having that gap that mm. why isn't that this because there are always nurses so nji then um unfortunately then she passed away then from that time i kept on telling myself that i want to find the cure for mm. that thing why wasn't it possible for her to speak properly because she could understand us but she we couldn't hear her yeah and when we asked her questions she she would respond and you could tell that she's responding she can hear us and she understands us but we can understand her okay so that was the gap then from primary till high school till grade 11 when we had to like choose what we we're pursuing then from grade in grade all along i thought that only it was a medical thing i thought only doctors could cure that thing mm. so all along it was the thing of i want to become a doctor blah 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 and people were like you want to become a doctor is mm. it because you're smart mm. but deep down i knew it's because of that gap that mm, my grandmother I left see. yeah then in grade 11 i got interested in aviation i started loving aviation but then when i applied i couldn't get a bursaries but then deep down i knew that if i'm only if i'm going to varsity the only thing that i'm going to do is medicine to cure mm, that speech problem yeah so in grade 12, I then uh, decided the day before applying, I decided to just go through, uh, to go to Google and check what cures speech problems. Then I came across speech therapy course at UCT. I only applied at UCT. Oh, really? That's the, that's the <laughs> risk that I took. I was like, because I wanted to do aviation scope and I was like, if I'm going to university, 
I'm going to do that thing mm. that I've always wanted to do. And it has to be UCT and nothing else. Okay. <laughs> so I then discovered speech therapy in grade 12. Then I applied for speech therapy at UCT. Oh, wow. And I was so fortunate. <laughs> Such a deep story. You yeah. know, like with most people, when I ask them, why did you choose this degree? Most of them will tell you, oh, biology this, biology that. But it's so nice to hear someone with a personal story attached to it. And I know that your grandmother will be so proud of you For right sure she now. Is. And I hope you are finding that cure, hey? <laughs> Okay, we'll talk more about that later. So right now you are doing your third year. How long does it take to complete the full degree? So it's four years. You graduate with your honours. Then one year community service after. Then you are registered with HBCSA. Oh, okay. So how has the journey been for you so far? In first year, I didn't know what I was doing. I kept on having doubts. I was like, is this really that career that I chose, mm -hmm. that I wanted? So in first day, you get a lot of confusion, given that you get to learn your psychology. I was like, what, what psychology has to do with this? I had to learn physics. I'm like, what? Yeah, what no, I get you. Why? <laughs> I get you, you. Because I ran away from physics in high school. Exactly. So... so First year was a confusing year, but I managed to pass. Mm -hmm. Then second year, when we started art clinics, that's when I saw it opened, everything opened up. That's when I started seeing the light that, oh, this is what's happening. But we started um, off with children, mm. but it was speech related. So I, I could tell that, oh, it means that we'll be going to adults. Mm. So now my third year adults, it's kind of difficult, but... I'm managing. I'm managing. Okay, so second year, the whole second year was only peeps. So second year, it's the course of the modules. It's mm. child speech, child language. Okay. Then your Africans, Isikosa, psychology, and pediatrics rehabilitation. So it's basically peds theory. All right. And peds clinics. Okay. You get to do, you go to crash and primary schools mm. yeah. so and then in third year it's adults yes so third year it's adults and oral rehab okay and what happens in fourth year so fourth year you're basically exposed to everything at once you're mm. no longer doing the theory you're, you're basically going to clinics 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 every and just day. seeing patients patients then the friday or monday is either for research but the other days it's just clinics, patients, different patients. Since you were exposed to pains, second year, third year adults, and oral rehab, in fourth year you're going to be exposed to all those. All of people. them yeah. at once. Oh, okay, I see. So I just want to know which other universities do you offer speech therapy? Okay, so, so far, I know UCT, mm -hmm. it's under health. UP, it's under health faculty. Vets, it's under humanities. UKZN, it's under health. Stellenbosch, it's under health. SMU and UL, it's under health. But I think they're still using that dual system where they are 
doing speech and audio oh, at the okay, same time. I'm not sure if they've changed, but that's how they used they to. They used to do it. Yeah, they okay. used to do it. All right. It seems like there are a lot of universities that actually offer speech therapy, which is something to consider if you are a student who would like to study speech therapy and you are considering applying for it. There are a lot of universities you can apply to. Don't only apply at UCT, guys. <laughs> she got lucky. Please don't only apply at UCT. Please apply to as many universities as you can so what subjects did you take in high school so in high school i was doing accounting plus science mm -hmm. so i did pyramids accounting life sciences physical sciences life orientation what's the other english <laughs> english and my Your own languages language, yes. okay and what are the subjects that are required to study speech therapy okay so it's either physical science or life sciences mm. with at least 50%, mm. mathematics at least 50%, then mathematical literacy at least 70%, English at least 50%, then it's at least 40% for your other oh, subjects, your other subjects. excluding life orientation. Life orientation. Oh, I see. So they do accept math literacy. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people find it hard to believe that because when we were talking about audiology, our guests did share that they do accept math literacy, but I got comments of people doubting that that might be true. So if you are studying math literacy and you are looking into pursuing a career that is in health sciences, you can add speech therapy in your list. So as we know that minimum requirements are really not that accurate yeah. when it comes to being accepted. Yeah. So tell us how tense is the competition at UCT? How many students do they accept? So at UCT, they accept 35 to 40 students per year really? for speech therapy. So when we got in, it was 35. Mm -hmm. But now... Because I'm mentoring the first years, they told me that they, they are now 40. 40. So I'm getting it's 35 to 40 students per year. So that is very few. Your 50s, <gasps> it's at least not that you should get yeah. your 50 in physics and aim for your 80s because the competition mm, is really tough. I yeah. feel like at this point, honestly, minimum requirements whatever degree you are trying to pursue minimum requirements you really you do not have to really follow them or you do not really have to aim um for the minimum because it is really deceiving so mm. be aware of what the minimum requirements are but aim for the best always aim for the best in order for you to increase your chances of being accepted so are you required to write nbt as well so you are required to write nbt um, but for the mathematical literacy learners, they are not required to write the maths part, part of the okay. NBT. But if you're doing your pyramids and everything, you are required to write both parts of the NBT. So if you're doing maths literacy, you write the AQL, which is the other part of NBT. Yeah. Okay. So are you required to do any community service when you apply? Like, do they need any number of hours? Um, that you need to submit when you apply? Not necessarily. 
so your community service might come in as an advantage mm -hmm. given that speech therapy aims to improve and is for community development yeah so it comes as an advantage but it's not a requirement because I didn't have any community because I'm the COVID class. Mm. So I didn't have any community okay. service hours. I feel like they're also a bit lenient when it comes they were. to you guys. They you know? were. They really <laughs> they were. were like, mm, they didn't get much teaching. So yeah. we'll they just were. take them in. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm kidding. For sure, the competition was also tough it then because there are people who still got brilliant marks in that year so i am interested to know your marks how are your marks looking in metric <laughs> because i mean we want to know if we are looking at 90s here we are looking at 80s Not here really. how is the competition tough because i mean i just want to know how is it different um from medicine because nowadays made to get into medical school is crazy mm -hmm. you can get an average of 90 and then you get rejected so i want to know is it a similar story for your degree as well or you can get accepted um with less marks than okay that? as i said that it's either physics or life sciences mm. meds or mathematical literacy i think that's what they check and you did say that for the 2020 class they were kind of lenient mm. so for my maths as i'll try to remember so it was i'm gonna exclude lo because mm. obviously they won't include so for mathematics i got 90 89 sorry okay um, yeah i almost jumped out of my <laughs> eighty nine. i'm always swapping yeah so for life sciences i got 84 for your English, I got 81. For your... What are the other subjects? Physical sciences. Physical sciences was so low. Physical sciences, I got 68. Then your... Yeah, I think that's fine. I think, I, I yeah, think those are the core those subjects, are the core that, subjects they need that they anyway. needed So it's... I don't know. I think it was because of COVID, guys. Mm. I think nowadays the competition is so high, given that most people are now looking into speech therapy into audiology yes it's becoming more popular yeah. yeah that's true okay so let's talk about the most important thing which is funding so which bursary are you with so i'm with nespas and dell scholarship and um how did you apply to it and do you remember like around what time for both yeah bursaries so for NS first, I think I was in my metric year mm -hmm. when I applied and it was a, an easy process to go through. Then for Dell, I was in my first year. So financial aid at UCT sends out um, Dell applications mm -hmm. online for people who are on financial aid. So I applied. I think I, I stopped throughout the process because it was so long. Mm. They need a lot of motivation. Oh, and I yeah, one of those. <laughs> yeah, it was so long. But then during VEC that year, someone called me from the scholarship and said, we, we noticed that you didn't finish your application. Please do finish it. It comes with a lot of benefits and everything. Then I, mm, I, yeah, gathered, my strength, I gathered my strength and finished it. And... I was kind of successful. Oh. I got it. Yeah. So well done. So I, I, I want to know 
um, when it comes to NSFAS, I know um, there are different types of funding. You know, you get the full bursary and then you get the gap funding. So which one are you with? Is it the full one? So I'm with the full one. Okay, so it covers all your tuitions. You get a monthly allowance, laptop, textbook money. Okay, so with NSFAS, it's kind of different for me. Mm -hmm. So I get... It covers my tuition, accommodation, food allowance, book allowance. Mm -hmm. But I didn't get, I didn't take the laptop from NS first. Mm. I got it from Dell. Oh, the that makes yeah, sense. In first year, I got it from Dell the following year. That I had my personal laptop, so I there was no need for me to. So I got it from Dell. But in Dell scholarship, when when if you got a, a laptop from NS first, they take it. And oh, give you a Dell one. Del one. Then right. that one from NS first, they are going to give other people. Okay, no, that makes sense. So share with us the benefits they were talking about. Since I mean, you were getting full. You know, they are paying your full tuition. You are they are paying for accommodation. <laughs> you are getting an allowance. You have a laptop. What are the extra benefits they were talking about? <laughs> so for Dell. You get obviously you get your laptop mm -hmm. and you get um snack allowance what <laughs> so you get your snack you, allowance you guys are living a soft life snack allowance yeah so they how use much the, is that mm, don't ask me <laughs> so we use the fundi card you oh, see the fundi yes. card so you get snack allowance and an extra book allowance wow but that's a semester thing so you only get those allowance our allowances twice. Oh, okay. Because they are working together with NSFA, so we can't get double mm, allowances. Mm, mm. So it's just a snake allowance for the whole semester. Then another thing you get um, opportunities for tutoring, personal tutoring, um, fitness. They're, they're always um, conducting events oh, I see, like I twice see. a year they have events where you just open up you have meetings there are people you can talk to like if i can just go to my whatsapp right now and be like i'm wishing mm. someone will reply instantly mm, so you get that's that amazing kind of, yeah. so with the snake allowance where can you buy the snakes from so it's checkers shop right and pick and oh pick. and real stores can yeah. you buy groceries with that money yes oh okay yes. okay yeah. i mean you can. <laughs> I, I just had to make sure so you are able to use that money for your groceries as well yeah oh that's actually great so besides dell scholarship what other bursaries would you recommend for someone who want to study speech therapy to apply for okay so there's is there's Patrice Motsipe Foundation. Mm -hmm. There's your provincial, those municipality yeah, okay. um, bursaries. I think those are the ones that I remember. Okay, so guys, don't forget to apply for bursaries so that you can get your funding and your snack allowance. <laughs> <laughs> I want us to go back to your personal story. So as you've said that your grandmother suffered a stroke and 
she was treated at a hospital but then now she had speech problems so i want to know if you know that she saw a speech therapist at that time were there any speech therapist in that hospital she went to i don't think there were speech therapists there mm. because as part of the speech therapy services if someone is discharged and they still need um, management your speech therapist will go to wherever just like when the nurses were coming to check up on oh, her so the yes. speech therapist should have come mm. ca came in um at home to do management therapy and but no one came so i don't think there were any speech or she was assessed by a speech therapist okay i see do you know any reason why there were no speech therapists at that hospital do you think uh, it was because of a shortage or it was just the kind of hospital it was? So it's just like any other hospitals. It's a public hospital mm -hmm. where you should find a speech therapist. So I think it was because at that time, the speech therapy career was not yet out there. Mm. Maybe it had started, I'm not sure, but it was not yet out there. Okay. People were not aware of it. So what year are we talking about, just to remind everyone? 2011 or 2010. Okay. For sure it was there. Maybe it was not a common thing. Yeah. Yeah, but for sure it was there. Yeah. yeah. So uh, for this shortage question, yes, I do think that we still have a shortage, especially in South Africa, mm. given that you see your uct takes 35 to oh yeah people. that's another reason yeah so and another reason might be because people change courses throughout mm. the years because you might find that we started off as 35 but we grad we graduate as 20. Mm. You see? so people find themselves throughout maybe someone will be like hmm, this is not the course that i want the career that i wanted mm. and other people it's because after postgrad, they found they find posts outside of South Africa, or they go out for greener pastures. So, mm, so they leave the country. So they leave the country. So we there's shortage in South Africa, and um, the reason for leaving the country, I think most of them is because in those countries there's much awareness. There's more awareness when it comes to speech therapy mm, problems okay. than in South Africa. So. They need validation that I'm oh. needed. I'm needed <laughs> I here. See. Yes. Yeah. And another thing is because given I'll 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 make it as an example. Back at home in Kiani, there's not much of awareness about oh, speech. So a lot of people don't know much about it. They take they don't take speech problems as a disability oh, compared to okay. maybe having hemiplegia or something. Mm, mm. They see a disability as being like your physiological thing mm. they take stuttering as a normal thing oh I, yeah i also grew yeah. up knowing that yeah, stuttering yeah. is a normal thing yeah. but now that i know that it's not a normal thing okay so you yeah. think like a lot of people are not aware of the career you yes. know for them to study it and people are not aware of the specialty for them to seek help exactly oh actually yeah no i think that is really really true and what do you think should be done in your opinion what do you think should be done in order for a lot of people to know more about speech therapy i think 
this podcast is one of the things that should be doing. <laughs> yes. So I think raising awareness in such a way, given that social media has so much impact, mm. using social media to raise awareness about speech. Um, I'm not sure about campaigning. Mm. I'm not sure about campaigning, but maybe at the hospital, maybe putting something, maybe posters about the problems that require speech, because some people don't know that they need speech therapy. Oh, yeah. So they won't seek help if you won't seek help if you don't know that you have a problem. Yeah, no, that really makes sense. So can you just highlight for us um, what kind of problems does a speech therapy address so that people are quite aware of it? Okay. So first of all, it's speech, your speech production, mm -hmm. articulation, your resonance, which is your voice, your fluency, your language comprehension, language expression, your cognitive impairment, and your feeding and swallowing problems. So most of the populations that we get exposed to are people with traumatic brain injury, people who are suffering from stroke, patients who are deaf, patients with autism. Yes, those are most of them. Mm. Most of the, the people that we, we get exposed to. Okay, that is actually so interesting. You know, the more I have guests on this podcast is the more I learn and is the more I actually realize how diverse health sciences is and how like each and every little problem has their own has specialty yes. you know because a person would think whatever physical mental whatever health problem i have a doctor is where i need to go they're not really aware that actually you can go to someone specific um, who studied that thing and actually get assistance so are you planning on going back home to do your community service there Community service, I'm not sure mm -hmm. because I can't choose. But after community service, definitely, I'm definitely going back to Guiani. Really? And because that that's me giving back to my community and mm. that's me filling the gap that I had since I was a child. Wow. I really love the consistency here. Because yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I am never going there. No, I'm really going back home. <laughs> wow. It like looks it. like you can't wait even. I really can't wait. I feel like you will bring so much impact, you know, growing up from that community, having the experience that you had, and then now going back to serve, I feel like it's going to be such a full circle moment. Yeah. And I know you're going to inspire like a lot of kids who grew up or who are growing up where you come from. And I think that's really, really such a great thing. So if you were to give advice to a high school student right now who would like to study speech therapy or who's considering speech therapy, what would it be? Okay, first, I have two advices. Mm -hmm. So first would be be open-minded when you're coming into this career because in speech therapy, there are a lot of divisions. For example, your medicine, you won't just graduate and become a general practitioner. You can go to pediatrics, you can go to gynecology. Mm. So is in okay. speech. So you can choose whether you want to specialize in pediatrics 
in adults and patients who are deaf you get exposed to your sign language so you can choose whether you want to become a sign language interpreter so you get exposed to a lot of streams within speech therapy mm. so be open-minded when you're coming into it and my last advice is be willing to learn and be passionate about it because i kind of feel like as a health student or a health professional one of the things that are making our professionals to be unprofessional is lack of passion yeah yeah and they are becoming unethical slowly but surely mm. because of lack of passion so be passionate and be willing to learn so that you don't treat you don't mistreat your patients mm. that's really really good advice hey and i hope you guys are taking it especially if you are going to be doing first year speech therapy next year or you are watching you are a speech therapy student once again thank you so much Dimakato, for being part of med chats it was so lovely to have you here and thank you so much for sharing with us your personal story it was really touching and it's so beautiful to see you become this girl you were dreaming of becoming and i really really wish you all the best with your future thank you so much for having me and please subscribe, <laughs> please subscribe. yes definitely <laughs> thank you so much Ooh.